There's magic in the air this evening, magic in the air. The world is at her best, you know, when people love and care. The promise of excitement is one the night will keep. After all, there's only one more sleep till Christmas. Podcast! It's Christmas! <laughs> what? It's Christmas time, Gavin! I can't believe it. Christmas time. It's a Christmas pod time. This is our gift to you, ladies and gentlemen. A longer pod than usual. Oh. Maybe even an unbearably long podcast. <laughs> There's no going back. Once you've downloaded it, you're legally contractual. Congratulate? Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> you're obliged to listen to this pitch. You don't have to listen to it in a wani. You can listen to yeah, it. It's Christmas, man. Cheers. Hey, Christmas. Pussy lips. <laughs> Christmas pussy lips. What are we going to do for a Christmas pod? Christmas podcast, we have a ton to talk about. We've got what we're playing. We've got news coming from the games world. Oh. And most importantly, Phil, you tell them all about it. What's coming up later? The first annual Geshes Award. The Geshes, everybody. We are going to nominate some of our favourite games throughout the year. Yep. We're going to look into some exciting new technology that's broken this Indeed, year. Best hardware. Best hardware. And we're also going to give out our ultimate award, the ultimate accolade. Yep. The Geshcast Game of the Year. Ah! Oh, if you haven't had an orgasm now, uh-huh. wait till the end of the show. Put your dick away or your little vagina. Ah! <laughs> Tee Look, man. How about we just get swimming in this world of games and never drown? Let's do it. Go! Could it be? How are you, mate? Before we get into the whole shit, bare bones of this shit. Yes. Shit, shit. What have you been up to, Gav? I've been going absolutely fuck nuts getting ready for Christmas. Mm -hmm. I'm getting Zelda for Christmas, as I said last episode. I cannot wait. I have moved the Wii into the big telly. Oh. It's all going on. I had a, a game of Wii Sports Bowling, and is I was it? like, "This shit's still fucking great." I don't care what anyone says. Wii Sports Bowling is the best game ever. <laughs> <laughs> is that going to be? We're not doing the guesses yet, mate. Uh, that, that's a lifetime achievement. Of course, right. <laughs> <laughs> just for Wii Sports Bowling, part of a larger game. Yeah, but just that one. Exactly. Bit. The rest of it, meh, 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 meh. Internet, meh. Anyway, uh, but you're all ready for Christmas, yeah? You've got all your uh, gifts. Everything's bought. I was very. I was toying with getting the Harry Potter box set for the missus, uh-huh. but I'm going to wait till after the New Year. Shrewd, frugal, frugal. She's got enough, mate. Romantic. She's got enough, mate. So uh, you decided you had a bit of a, a quandary because she only wanted to watch the DVDs, so she could burn them on the laptop. Yes. You obviously want to get the Blu-rays. I want to watch every pockmarked little. And just little Fred on Weasley's face. Exactly. I want to see all the hairs on his face. young Hermione Granger blossom. Exactly. And full <laughs> glorious HD Howard Donald. <laughs> Have well, you got pretty much yourself? Are you all sorted? I'm pretty much sorted. I've, I've given up. If that's the same as being finished. I'm not sure. I think it is. I think I've got everybody's stuff. Yeah. Uh, and it's all been wrapped. Well... I may have a wee something for you I later can't. on in the show. Uh, your shit didn't arrive yet. Oh, uh, what? I can show you a picture of what you're getting. Uh, <laughs> but your official guess, guess Xmas present. Yeah. Or festive present. Christmas present. We don't, want, we don't want to single out anybody by calling this a Christmas show. No, it's not a Christmas show. It's a festive, festive show. Festive. We're being very festive. I'll still give you your presents, though, mate. Oh, don't worry about that. But I'll, give, I'll give you them. Jewelry. I'll give you a mince pie, mate. Some mince pies. Oh, I'll give you this, uh, your presence at the, out- at the outro of the show, at the end of the show. That mm-hmm. gives everybody an incentive to listen. Oh, that's, that's called wheeling them in, as P.T. Barnum once said. There's a sucker <laughs> born every minute, Phil. <laughs> Why don't we get into some exciting December games news? Oh! And then we'll just chug it from there we'll on Talk in. about what we've been playing, all this kind of bullshit, man. It's going to be incredible. Well, kick us off. What the fuck have you been playing? I've been playing 
Well, I'll go for the biggest one. Go for the big one. Uh-huh. As I was talking about last month, I got re- uh, I was talking about getting Reman Origins. Yes. I did pay £29 for it. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck it, man. Gotta support this shit. Yeah, I'm rich. I'm rich, shit. Bought that. Now you can get it for like 17 99 Yeah. Which is an absolute crying shame. And it sounds quite lame to say this, Phil. Mm-hmm. It breaks my heart. Really? It breaks my heart. So people, I'm asking you to unbreak my heart. Say that you love Say me you again. Say you love me again. And buy Rayman Origins. Bring back the dream! <laughs> Get my Singstar voice ready for uh, Christmas Eve. I can't wait for The Madison Singstar fucking extravaganza. I'm coming. I've decided I'm... Yeah, just come to my dad's. Coming to your dad's. Big runs. Everybody come to my dad's. Um, the game didn't even enter the top 40 in its first week. Mm. That is a crying shame. It's not a huge surprise considering it came up against all the other big games that were coming out. You know, like usual things Uncharted and the like it didn't really stand a chance sales wise but I thought it would have done better than it did against the behemoth of and Skyrim exactly and it's a genre that nobody's on the PS3 and Xbox is certainly no one's interested in mm-hmm. a 2D platformer really um, it's a shame and out of, out of all the games that came out Rayman Origins has the most polish the most care and attention to be put into it by the studio the most clearly the most just love and care going into making this game what it is which is a phenomenal 2D platformer, the best 2D platformer ever made. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, it's easily, for me, the best looking game of the year. When you see it, it's just so vibrant. The animation is fantastic. The character design's unparalleled. And it's a complete cliche to say it, but it is like playing a cartoon. Mm-hmm. You know, like you used to when you got like your PlayStation or whatever when you were like 14. But it's like playing a cartoon. It actually is like playing a cartoon. Do you want to know a secret guy? Mm. I also bought it. What? And I kept it quiet from you. Uh, I bought it because I hated it. <laughs> I got it last week, four nineteen ninety nine, and uh, it is absolutely astoundingly phenomenal. I'm willing. I don't care that you got it ten or cheaper. Mm-hmm. I'm actually quite happy to give an extra ten or over mm. because I, I love the, the thought of another one of these getting made, or at least more levels coming out, or something like that. I mean, there's sixty levels in it. Yes. So far, sixty plus levels and. I don't know, it's, can I switch up that existing formula? Because you do have your fire level, your lava level, your ice levels are slippy, but they do it in such a way that there's so many wee nice ideas and so many cool wee characters and things you come across mm-hmm. and different new mechanics that come into it every so often that you don't mind that they're treading familiar ground in terms of the levels. Mm-hmm. The way they do it is so good. And I'd say as well, the, the fact that they've taken... I was never interested in Rayman games before this no, point. No, me either. Because they were doing that kind of Mario 64 3D approach to yeah. platforming most of the time. But then they go and make this amazingly polished, completely not frustrating 2D no, exactly. platformer that's a total joy to play. They come out with, like, um, I mean, Rayman originally came out on the PlayStation at that exact time where I was, you know, I'm only into men's games, shooting people, that kind of thing. You men's know, games? Your men's games. You're moving on to... A more adult-orientated kind of thing, mm. uh, and you're like, you know, adults, play. Uh, rape play, technical play <laughs> games, and you know, so you think I've got no time for the kind of Rayman thing. So when Rayman Origins came out, I was even didn't even really want to try the demo, and then once I did, completely mind explosion, bang, battle hit you like a psychological blockbuster. <laughs> it really did, <laughs> uh, and I mean, as a as a genuinely difficult game at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no even from the first world. There's certain sections of certain. Each level's got certain things you need to find or get. Like a Mario game, you know, certain coins you have to get. Secret rooms, secret rooms. If you want to get everything in a level, even in the first world, it, it can be a challenge to do so. There is some kind of multiplayer element as well, There's isn't there? Four, up to four-player co-op. 
genius. Absolutely great. And the great thing about that is that you're cooperating with the other characters, not just in terms of, you know, you're not just battling each other. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you like somebody will hold on a rope and you kind of ladder down them, collect things and yes. use them as ropes to swing about. And it's just such a well-crafted game. There's not really much wrong I can say about it. The only thing I don't like about it is... Um, it ends. It ends. <laughs> uh, when you hit, it's one hit kills, essentially. If you yes. get hit by some, unless you have a potion, which can you get an extra hit. When you dick get that extra hit, it's very unforgiving. It's, there's no recovery time. So when you get hit, it's literally a bounce into something else and you die. Mm-hmm. There's no point to having that. If, at least if it gave you maybe a second or two second delay in between those hits registering, mm-hmm. but it doesn't, it just goes, bump, bump, that's you dead. And you're like, fuck. At the same time, though, there's absolutely no load time in between dying and coming back. No, you go straight back great. to the... You, and the great thing about that also is you don't go back to the start of the level. You go back to the start of the room you were in. Yes. So you just get to try that again. There's completely bastard bits where I'm shouting and swearing at the screen because, you know, there's certain sections if you've done the chase this kind of Chinese box, like a chest of drawers, it's got legs. Mm-hmm. I must have, because I've nearly finished uh, it. There's levels like that where I think I'm, I'm doing the whole Mario thing, whereas I will not... Come I will not go on to the next level until I've completed everything in a level. I am not doing that. Yeah, so, I'm, <laughs> so when you go back in those sections where you're just, it's a chase mm. through a level and things are collapsing all about you, and you're like, this is just as good as anything else I've played this year, if not better. It is absolutely phenomenal. And for seventeen ninety nine, you can get it on play.com right now. You will not do better. Good uh, stuff. Rayman Origins, congrats. Congrats, and the soundtrack's amazing as well. It music good. and it's great, especially yes. when you're underwater. It's like, bah, 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 bah. I do like the animation as well when he's swimming. Hair's flapping back behind him. Mm-hmm. It's, it's brilliant. There's lots of characters to unlock. There's lots to see and do. Absolutely. It's like Centre Parks. It's a Centre Parks game. <laughs> it's just fun and there's tons of stuff to do. It's just a brilliant surprise. It's just an extra wee thing you never would have thought in all the, like, all the games that were coming out. Never would have thought that Rayman Origins would have came out and just completely blown you away like that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's great to have that, just something unexpected. It's, the, it's the mind jack of November. <laughs> <laughs> it's the you don't know jack of 2011. Um, what have you been playing, Axel? Look, I'm going to be straight up honest with you. Uh-huh. Right. Rayman Origins, which you just discussed. Mm-hmm. And apart from that, not that much Yeehaw. in terms of new stuff. I mean, we've discussed Batman before. I've gone yeah. back to that because mm-hmm. the uh, new costume packs came out for that. Yep. Uh, you get to play as the Baldini Batman. I did. Which ultimately just makes the game far much better. Yeah. So good. And luckily, I don't know, the costume packs as they appear on the internet and as they appear in the game, mm-hmm. beforehand they're a lot better in-game yeah. looking than they looked at first. No, that's cool. I'm really it. looking forward to getting home and trying out the animated Batman. Absolutely. I've been playing some more Assassin's Creed Revelations. Yes, nice. I've been playing Assassin's Creed Recollection. That's the one on the this iPhone the, and iPad. The iPad game yeah. where it's kind of a card-based uh, strategy, fucking like RPG Right. thing. Okay. I'm not going to go into too much detail about <laughs> it because it's it is just a card based game but it's pretty good Yeah, and uh, kind of expands the whole story in between uh, you love the story in Assassin's Creed Revelation. I'm a big fan of skipping all stories <laughs> as you know as you know what else have I been playing Gav? Uh, playing the coming the cunt I have been coming the cunt I don't want to go into the GBA games that came out we'll get into the, that we'll get into that Later on. So, do you have anything else? I do. A, a few things that I want to just touch upon quite quickly. Playing Super Mario Land 3D. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about this last episode, but I hadn't played through it all. Um, once you get through your first playthrough, it improves significantly on what's already a really solid game. Mm-hmm. Um, 
once you play through initial eight worlds, you get much more challenging kind of special levels. And if you want to get all the coins on those levels, complete bastards in some of them. I mean, I went down from like 100 odd lives to about 17 at one point. Oh my goodness, down to 17 lives? Exactly, I couldn't, I don't know how oh. I was going to survive. Exactly, and in that game, having 17 lives is, you might as well be dead. <laughs> but yeah, it just makes you realise there's much more to that game than I initially thought. And it gives me a much more opinion, a better opinion of the game. Uh, proper tough bastard Mario levels. Good. I'm like, great, that's what I want. I, I wish they would come out with just, even if it was just a DLC pack of just, called like the cunt pack. Where it was just complete cunt levels where you're like, oh my, ah, stop it. <laughs> Why? The Lost Levels before like, this game. The Lost Levels for Super Mario Land 3D would be. Mm. The other thing I got was Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. I got that last night. You've been havering over this game for a while now. I have, because I knew I'd buy it eventually, because I'll buy all these things eventually. You are a massive sucker for a Capcom beat-em-up. Um, but well, I enjoyed the original one, but I felt it lacked a few modes. It was essentially online, VS, and you know, play the computer. Uh, that was about it. Battle. Um, but this one adds quite a lot to it, so I was, you know, I was like, oh, okay, alright, I'll drop it. I think it was like £24 or something, I thought I'll get that. Um, there's a mode in it called Heroes and Heralds, which you choose a team, either the Heroes or the Heralds of or Galactus. The Glasgow Herald. The Glasgow Herald. And uh, it's like a week-long online campaign where you fight other folk from other, the other team, uh -huh. and you gain kind of ground over a world map. Oh! Uh, and you get special cards, as you were saying, like Assassin's Creed, this is kind of like you get cards which give you special abilities and you build decks to create so your character can have you know super strength or it can have all different kinds of abilities uh which is really cool depending on what you choose it changes how the deck completely you know affects your character loads more characters in it completely pulled over with like hawkeye rocket raccoon and doctor strange are incredible if you're a fan of marvel mm -hmm. hawkeye especially i was like ah oh, he's no deed he's no deed um, Phoenix Wright and Frank West have you mastered Phoenix Wright because I watched a video it's ridiculous about how you control Phoenix Wright as a character and his kind of class system he's got three different stages that you can go into yeah, which is based to... around the trial aye and how much evidence you collect aye, on it, the ground and things crazy. like that but I, then when he does he kind of supercharges oh, I've played him from about maybe five minutes to I need to put time in yeah. to actually learn how to play him uh, Frank West quite similar quite quirky mm -hmm. he's got a few he's got a, I think you level Frank West up like in Dead Rising nice depending on what you can do depends on what supers you can do depending on the level you are so that's quite cool as well so it's like little games within the game so to speak um, but this is the definitive fun frantic version tweaked to near perfection mm -hmm. uh, and I'll just keep it instead of trading it in when I get bored of it I'll keep it until I want to play it again rather uh -huh. than buying it again <laughs> uh, five or six because literally the original came out in February this came out in November there are so many editions that it warrants a disc release in my opinion because yes. I'm a big fan of fighting games but you know I'd love it if it was just downloadable that'd be incredible it's always the same story yeah. if only you could just have it on the system at all times you don't have to fanny about with a disc speaking and as long as it didn't fanny about making you buy a shoddy version first I know Ew. speaking of games that are just online and downloadable mm -hmm. I downloaded Pool Blocks Oh, right, which is called Pushmo in America. Pushmo. So it's called Pool Blocks here, but Pushmo in America. Americans don't understand pulling. I think that says a lot about our societies. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the dust is fucking fair flying off the 3DS. <laughs> I think so. It's all, all it needed was a Mario game. It needed a Mario game and now Pool Blocks. As I said, Gav, and everyone here knows that I can see into the future games, basically. Yeah. I am the oracle yeah. of all gaming trends. Mystic Smeg. All it took was a Mario game. That's all the 3DS has exploded. Um, so, Blocks is a puzzle game. It's made by Intelligent Systems, who made like WarioWare, Paper Mario, 
uh, Advance Wars. Mm -hmm. So it's the first party Nintendo official 3DS only exclusive title. So I was like, fuck it, it's £5.40. That's weird. Because <laughs> like Zelda Link to the Past on the Game Boy is £5.40 on the shop. Yeah, an ancient, an ancient game. So uh -huh. for the same price, you can get this brand new game. Um, it's a very cute kind of puzzler. You play as this odd character. Kind of, it's like a wee ball called Mallow. He runs about in a sort of a sumo wrestler style thong. Nice, sexy. And you push and pull blocks of various shapes in order to kind of climb to the top of the screen. Mm -hmm. And which sounds quite stale, but it's done in such a stylish, kind of fun way. Uh, everything's presented really great. Controls are spot on. All the levels are just that right level, does it? That right difficulty curve. Or, you know, I'm in the second world and there's maybe one or two. I'm like, hmm, how did I do this? So it's kind of, it's stumping me. I'm not an overly, if I have a look at the game, it's quite cutesy. It looks kind of like a like a preschool TV kids show. Mm -hmm. And that puts me off a wee bit because I'm playing it on the train. Some guy's like, look at that, bag it. <laughs> <You know>? Whoa! <laughs> Stuff like that. But it plays so well, it's kind of hard to care. But for £5.40, easily the best game they've released on their online store. Uh, if not, one of the better games Nintendo's released this year. Nice. Um, and for 540 you can't really go wrong. 540 and there's loads of levels in it and there's also the ability to make your own levels and share them. Nice. Which is great. The other thing I noticed though in terms of I was looking in the online store when I was buying this, mm -hmm. the original Game Boy Tetris yes. is now available on the store for £3.60. Right. People say, right, and people say that Nintendo don't have a sense of humour, <laughs> but that's fucking ridiculous. £3.60 for the game that came with the Game Boy. I didn't even pay for it when I got my Game Boy. Now you want me to pay £3.60? It could have came out easily as a massive gesture and said, Look everyone, here's Tetris. Here's Tetris for free. Here's your Christmas. Alright. Brilliant, thank you. Not £3.60, you can go and fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, Nintendo. Oh, Nintendo. You silly buggers. Any other new games you've been playing? That's been a push, push, push more pull blocks. Push more pull blocks. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it. Push me, pull me. Is the most treat up to rough. date game. But yeah, that's me for games I've been playing at the moment. Why don't we hit up some motherfucking nose? About <laughs> news. <laughs> Uh, yeah, news, Gav, news. News, big news. Exciting news. Lovely news. We're going to hit off with first. Uh, well, one of the things I was going to talk about, Phil, was mm -hmm. the, uh, the 3DS. Oh, Nintendo I'm so excited 3DS. about the Geshies later on. I know, I'm too excited. Look at my hand. We have to look at it changed. His hand is like a vibrating iron. <laughs> um, we need to calm ourselves because we're going to talk about news. Shall I look, think your glass with mine? Think about what Dermot Monaghan would do. Clink and drink. If he was laughing about the Geshies. Mm -hmm. Right, 3DS got a firmware update. It did recently. A big um, solid one. So we'll have a quick run through what I was updated, what new stuff we got. We got a new Street Pass quest. Yes, that's the most important thing for me. Now, in all of Nintendo's originality, what have they called the new Street Pass quest? Oh, no, I think they came up with was it Street Pass Quest Two? Cool. Street cool. Pass Quest Deuce. Deuce. Signed, uh, sealed, delivered. I'm yours. I'm Deuce. It's ridiculous, but still, new Street Pass quest is infinitely better than yes. the old one. You can purchase old people people you've met before uh, with your PlayPass coins. You can team people up and have combos. The map is a lot bigger and with bigger. branching different choices of, yep. of ways to go through the Often map. replayability. There's a lot of new hats. Lovely new hats. I'm so jealous of people's hats. Oh, I have a top hat. I saw a guy had Epona from Zelda. It's just a horse hat. Just a horse hat. Oh, so beautiful. Um, it's also 3D video recording, mm -hmm. which is useless. 
Yeah, but that's a nice touch. And um, there's new achievements, which they call is it? What's the name of it? Uh, what are they called? They're called like uh, well done or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. Something to shit. Congratulations. Um, which I don't are, have my 3DS to hand. Which are again it? useless because nobody can see them. Uh, and new puzzle pieces for the puzzle quest uh, thing that they do. Uh, is that mine or is this yours? That's your 3DS, yes. No, that's yours. It's called Accomplishments. Accomplishments. There we go. Congratulations, you have accomplished nothing. <laughs> you have accomplished I did like the, I did backdate the accomplishments. Yes, so when you opened it up, it gave you about 50 of them. Yeah, you You've have met 59 people. You've met one people. Mm. You've met two people. Uh, you also get a lot more of the kind of picture puzzles that are involved yep. in it. Yeah, the puzzle quest thing, you get a lot more. And special, there's new special ones that you can't buy with the coins. You have to be given them. Find mm. someone else. I got one of you today. I'm very generous. You're very generous. <laughs> anyway, the other thing that came out very recently uh, was the Nintendo Letterbox, oh, which yes. came out. I think I maybe yesterday. Um, it's an update from the store, and you can create letters and messages uh, that you can share via Street Pass and Spot Pass. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of potential there because you can just send out pictures of what everybody would draw. Yeah, naturally, a big fucking. Picture of my grand. A big pendulous dong. <laughs> Same diff. Aye. Um, but it's like a Picto Chat style edition, and that's something that's missing in the 3DS, was mm-hmm. a Picto Chat style thing. Um, I don't think I'll use it, but it's a nice free download. Um, you can set it up so, you know, you just draw a big picture of a willy. Whoever you street pass with will get that picture of a willy. There's going to be a lot of pictures of willies floating around. I imagine there. this may cause at least one story in the sun. Yeah. You know, my son saw a phallus. He's not ready to see that yet. <laughs> He's not ready to see them yet. No. I've shielded him from his own. <laughs> I've made him wear a tiny conch I've shell over made him his wear long. A chassis belt. <laughs> as they were called in my high school. <laughs> She's tight, she wears a chassis belt. <laughs> a lot of chassis belts in your school. <laughs> a lot. Uh, what else came with the 3DS update? Uh, uh, updated friends list? Or was that with the Mario update? I think that was with the Mario, Mario update. Mario update. There's uh, a world map for the Wii's now, mm-hmm. uh, the Mii's, so when you meet someone, you get to see where they come from. Yes, and you have wild. to collect uh, regions of your own country, and then yeah. different countries on top I've of that. I've got Ireland and Wales now have the full UK, but you've got some international ones. I do have, I've got a couple of Brazilians. I've got a sweet Brazilian. I knew you had a Brazilian. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> we have, I, know, I mean, we joke around a lot on the Geshcast, <laughs> but we do have some laugh. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the Geshcast, everyone. Um, Shit, man, I forgot to do my fucking numbers. Oh, I brought, I brought back the number facts. I thought you maybe this is forgot the, the numbers. This is hot news. Uh, Geshcast 26. Uh-huh. 26 is the atomic number of iron. Yep. And it's also the number of space-time dimensions in Bisonic String Theory. Uh-huh. Tune in for... Is that uh, Yep, yeah, that's it. Thank fuck for that. for <laughs> episode 27. <That> where <laughs> I'll have another atomic number. That was like pulling off... Uh, do not look up a fucking uh, table... No, or don't look up. To get your atomic news from us. Aye. That was like pulling off a plaster. Quick. Quick. Painful, but quick. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that happened was online updated. Uh, they now allow you to use tablets. Tablets, but only Android tablets. Android so tablets, no iPods. <laughs> that has been stuck in uh, the Apple kind of approval hell. Yes. Hell. Hell. On Earth. This is hell. Uh, so we're still waiting. So I can't discuss it, but have you tried it yet? Have a fuck. No, there's been no... The, the phone I've got is so decrepit that it can't actually run online. It's not compatible. Now, have you tried since the update? Because there was an update which expanded the range of phones that could use it. No. Just not Who cares? Why do I play online with my fucking daft wee phone? 
I've got it on my telly. I imagine being like James Bond. Playing Lego Batman. Oh, yeah. just look at my tiny phone. Is that James Bond? Uh, it's George Sakai, James Bond. <laughs> look at my tiny phone. I'm playing Assassin's Creed. That's racist. It's not, it's acting. Universal controllers are on their way as well. Yes. Which means you can use them on the PC and the like. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're having those. Supposedly, they're coming soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, they keep pushing back the, the, the yeah. date of dispatch due to high demand. I imagine the, they'll be just as well constructed and fun to use as the normal. I hope they're just a, a hint lighter. I'd like the springs on the on the triggers to be slightly less rigid because uh-huh. you do have. I mean, my middle finger is getting fucking. It's because you're always flipping the bird, man. Like my Vince McMahon. Like Vince McMahon, <laughs> you're always giving the bird. But yeah, um, it's interesting to see where they're taking it. Uh, there's a lot more support for different... There's a lot of outlets for online now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's fun to see. Uh, hopefully there'll be more support for the touch-related games. You've been playing a lot of Cake Mania. I have. Cake Mania was the only game that became available through the iPad uh, as if they were kind of testing the ground. Yeah. Or, uh, the, the problem with the iPad at least seems to be kind of speculatively uh, that Apple aren't necessarily thrilled with the idea of you buying things through the app without them getting a cut. Yeah. Online don't want to give you a cut. They seem to be the last bit of news that I saw seemed to be them trying to find some middle ground yeah. wherein there would be iPad versions of certain games which should be sold, sold episodically. Right. Because their argument was like say the Lego Harry Potter games was yeah. the example they gave. They would give you less characters you could choose from and it'd be level packs. Right, okay. Okay. Which is Pish. It's, that's, <laughs> you know, it's bogus is what it is. It's not great, but obviously they've got to have a bit of sugar. Apple got their own thing going. Yeah. If you want to use their platform, you've got to play by their rules. So you've got to pay the piper. Exactly. Um, the other thing I was going to talk about was the Spike video. Uh, Before game we move away from oh, online, okay, then, okay. I'll do a couple of quick online updates. As well as the uh, Batman additional costumes coming out uh-huh. over online, which is only specific to folk that are playing it on online because yeah. it came out months ago and everything else <laughs> uh, the, they came out the Nightwing pack came out as well yeah. the Robin pack came out for all the challenge maps uh, the Assassin's Creed had an update for four extra costumes to use in the multiplayer games okay I didn't know that one of them is a sweet knight <gasps> sweet gladiator style outfit and uh, Saints Row has had a, a bunch of updates through yeah, that yeah I got the new updates recently there was the Z pack which yeah. is a yeah, a nice pimp shotgun. Yep, that's pretty cool. Uh, there was kind of futuristic space uh, warrior pack. Yes. Indeed. Where you got an excellent grenade launcher. Yep. Which you can stick to objects once you've updated it. So you can just... The cars go away <laughs> so with a just... bomb. <laughs> Funk. Uh, and the last one was the warrior's pack, which yep. is four more costumes. Another sweet night. A kind of female barbarian warrior outfit. A samurai outfit, a kabuki warrior, oh, yeah. and uh, a female space outfit. Oh, cool. With big jiggly boobs. Oh, I, I got all of them the other day because I love Saints Row 3. I love Saints Row 3 so much. A dog barked. <laughs> <laughs> what was your Spike TV news? Oh, well, the Spike Awards were a bit of a joke, apparently. But mm-hmm. they yielded some interesting announcements. Uh, the Last of Us is a game coming from Naughty Dog. Yes, it's the new Naughty Dog game. The new IP. Mm-hmm. Um, it's people are going fuck nuts already on one based on one video. There's already been about se- there's been several articles on IGN about what it could be <laughs> and things like that. And you're like, I'm already getting this game forced down my fucking throat. I can't talk right now. I'm having the last of us forced down my throat. <laughs> but 
I mean, it does look interesting. It's kind of like a. It looks to be sort of a more survival horror-y sort of uh, sort of vibe. And one of the creative directors was saying about because of the genuinely poor standard of storytelling, they're really pushing. This is going to be an unparalleled sort of storyline. Mm. You know, it's going to be really engaging. You know, they're really focused Dude, on. How that. am I going to skip that? I know how you can <laughs> skip that exactly. <laughs> uh, the first thing I thought about was like, Phil's not even going to appreciate it. <laughs> But I think Uncharted 3 lost a bit of its focus in the storytelling, so I'd like to see them get on back on form. Mm. And it looks like they were missing a designer on Uncharted 3 that was on Uncharted 2. He's coming back. Oh. And there's also going to be some of the creative team from Enslaved, which is a game I really loved. Nice. So a huge amount of talent behind it, and I can't wait to see where they're going with it. Yes, no, Naughty Dog have kind of made themselves known now as a yeah. studio to watch. Yeah, they are the PlayStation studio almost. Yeah, they're the big kind of third third-party release. They're I kind of under PlayStation. Yeah. Um, anyway. The other one was Epic, who make Gears of War. They came out with a non-kind of gameplay trailer for a game called Fortnite, which is a, a kind of real departure visually from what they usually do, that kind of gritty brown nonsense that you get in the Gears of War universe. But visually, it's kind of like a, sort of a Team Fortress 2, sort of cartoony vibe. Mm. Uh, much more colourful, vibrant, jovial, which is good. And from the trailer, it looks as if it's sort of a tower... De- not, not a tower defence, but you're essentially defending um, a, a set area against... And you know, evil things that come at night. Oh, uh, predators! I would imagine it kind of like like ox must die, like we we're talking about. Yeah. If it's more like that, it shows you that kind of a tower defense style game can work in an action setting. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and Epic always put a ton of effort into their games, irrespective of your feeling on Gears of War. Mm-hmm. Uh, always well polished, well executed. So I'm interested in seeing what they do with something outside of just ducking behind a wee fence and then getting up and shooting. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, they were biased. No, they were biased, but that is what games are. Uh, the uh, GBA games finally were released to the Nintendo Ambassador programs. Forgot to talk about that, mate. I'm sorry. Should we give the, the I'll give the I'll run through the list real quick, which is just fucked up everywhere in my notes. Uh, <laughs> Super, <laughs> Super Mario Advance 3, Yoshi's Island, a Super Mario Kart Super Circuit, Metroid Fusion, WarioWare Inc. Mega Micro Games. Mario vs. Donkey Kong, F-Zero, Maximum Velocity, The Legend of Zelda, The Minish Cap, Fire Album, The Sacred Stones, Wireland 4, and Kirby and the Amazing Mirror. Why did you spread 10 games over 3 pages you on your notes? notes? <laughs> because in my notes, for some reason, when I copied across from Wikipedia, it's put the hyperlink in. Ah, uh, Now, the weird thing about those excellent fucking games, yeah. some of the, the, the Game Boy Advance had a slew of games out on it. Yeah. A, an absolute slew. A ton of amazing games. And if you could let the shite sink mm-hmm. and the very cream of the crop rise to the top, these would be the games that you'd scoop up with some kind of gaming scoop that you'd use to get that cream. But there's still folk that are more about Nevertheless, there's still people going, you know what Where's, where's Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> Internet needs to shut the fuck up. That's just basically what I'm getting at. These are fucking great games, especially... Minish Cap. Yeah. I was so happy when Minish that popped Cap, up. I mean, I'm, if there's anything that's made me jealous about you, the whole ambassador thing, it's been the G. I didn't give a fuck really about the NES games, but the GBA games, absolutely. It's a fine, fine if lineup. If they bring them out on the store, I will likely buy all 10 of those. Mm-hmm. So, there we go. The other odd thing about it is that the day after, most of the kind of posts that were on the internet about it were uh, other than just the games muffling. Where's Pokemon? How do I play this in the correct aspect ratio on my 3DS? <laughs> You're like, these games look incredible, wiped yeah. out in the big screen. 
Metroid Fusion made blown up. Yeah. Still looks fucking great. Why don't you suck my dick? <laughs> That's what Nintendo should come out with. Nintendo finally man and they could have just given you a whole bunch of shit. They could have gave you fuck all. Aye. <laughs> when you think about it, they could have gave you nothing. But this is this is a, just such a great wee package for people who did make that leap like yourself. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's it's great they didn't have to do it. But people are like, where's Pokemon? Where is it? So but again, if they bring them out, they're saying that you know this. Uh, there's no plans to release them, but they will. They'll release them on the three D and the three DS store eventually. I'm sure I'm they sure, will. Yes. But the reason why they don't give you things like Advance Wars and Pokemon is because they want to bring them out on the store. Aye. They go. Do you want the best games? Mm-hmm. These are great. Well, technically, those are great games and the best games. Mm-hmm. But if you want the other ones, you're gonna have to fucking pay through the nose for it. So I imagine that Advance Wars and Pokemon will all be there, but for about maybe seven, eight quid. Yes. And yes. I wouldn't be surprised as well if Advance Wars, because as far as I know, there's no further plans to make more Advance Wars at the moment. There's no reason why that when Advance Wars is upgraded from the GBA version to the 3DS version, they might stick in some kind of multiplayer element. Yeah. I mean, this is a great uh, test, and this is a great bed for them to say, is this still a popular franchise? Do people still care about Advance Wars? Yes. And the answer is yes. Here's the way. Philip here's how it. you show it. Aye, here's how you show it. Because that's the other thing about this run. It's not like I don't love Advance Wars. Yeah. I love Advance yeah. Wars, Kevin. Well, I'm undefeatable at Advance Wars. I, well, I'm shaked at Advance Wars, so I don't care. It's because I had you that I count myself undefeatable. Oh, well, fair enough. <laughs> it's like the time we played Tank Splitters 2. Uh-huh. <laughs> just mined an entire wall. And I was like, this isn't fun, Phil. Yeah, if you can't hate on a guy for being better. I'm winning, but... Exactly. <laughs> End of the day, that's all that matters. Aye. End of Aye, the day, okay. that's all that matters. Anyway. Anyway. If that's the end of your bullshit. I think so, right? that's pretty much all that I want to know. Should we hand over to our Earth 2 counterpouts? counterpouts? <laughs> Let's <laughs> hand over to Earth 2 counterpouts. <laughs> Up uh, on the wall. Yeah, for uh, everyone's favourite podcast within a podcast, Game of Phones. Welcome to the excellent podcast within a podcast, Game of Phones. Thank you for downloading this podcast within a podcast. I'm Gavin. I am Earth 2 Phil. And we're going to go through some of the most exciting iOS and Android releases for your handheld mobile device. Earth 2 Phil, I don't want to alarm you. Yeah, but you got a story for me? But this is the last time you'll hear me talk about Android. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dropping that shit like a hot rock. I decided to get myself a wee cheeky iOS device. Are you getting it sent up to the wall? I'm getting it sent up to the wall. It depends if the next caravan doesn't get it by the time. I don't, I'm sorry, there was a shiver there. Hey, what? I am fucking frozen. Oh, winter is coming. Winter is Christmas coming. is coming. <laughs> Is that a thing in Game of Thrones? Um, where we live? But yeah, so... Game of Thrones? No. Don't they copyright infringement, motherfucker? <laughs> anyway, so yeah, um, I'm going to get myself a wee cheeky iPhone, which means I'll have to drop the Android side so of things. So what are going to do here? Just what I'm thinking we're is... We're both going to talk about iOS. What today. I'm thinking is uh, Android correspondent. Ah, oh, brilliant idea. So I'm going to look for one. If you're interested, it's oh, uh, yes. on Twitter at Geshcast and uh, Gesh at Geshcast.com by email. Mm-hmm. If you're interested in being an Android correspondent, if not, I'll just find one of my mates to do it. Exactly. Well, we're always looking for new people up here on the on the Night's Watch, but Night with a K. Ah, there we go. If you want it's to cool. take, if you want to take the block. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Phil. Yes, to Phil. Can you tell me about the game you've been playing? I have been playing Dizzy. Prince of the Yoke Folk oh, on no. iOS. Dizzy is back. A return of a UK gaming icon. An egg in both red Wellington boots and red boxing gloves. 
It's a Do you remember Dizzy? Absolutely, I played Treasure Island Dizzy. That was one of the first games I played on my Amstrad 464. Nice, Dizzy was pretty much the king of all consoles back in 1991. Yeah, he was a big, big deal. Back he was a big Dizzy, apparently. He was a big Dizzy. He was a big Dizzy deal. Uh, Grand Dizzy was feeling down one day, so Dizzy and Daisy decided to cheer him up by baking him his favourite food, cherry pie. Cheese, my cherry pie. So off went Daisy to get some cherries from her cupboard, and there were none to be seen. Pogi has pinched the cherries. Okay. She cries as she saw Pogi, a Pogi popping in the cupboard. That darn fluffy, come here you. Pogi promptly fucks off. Oh no. They go off looking for him in the woods. Daisy basically spikes her finger on a uh, spindle. Spindle falls asleep. It's up to Dizzy to escape. His capture, a big troll, <laughs> and wake Daisy up whilst getting enough cherries to make, make the pie. The pie. Basically, this game is like 69 pence at the moment in yeah. iOS. That's one I'm looking forward to getting when I drop this piece of shit. And it <laughs> is just a hearkening back to a simpler time when things were better and games were very short. Games were games. <laughs> games were games. This game is a peach. And if you're from the UK, you probably remember Dizzy. Mm-hmm. From times of yore, he isn't a hedgehog or really hip and cool for the 90s, but he has a fucking egg. <laughs> he has an egg and boxing gloves and wellies. Gav, what have you got? I was looking forward to making a Christmas game. I looked up the Android market. I went to Just In, the new games, mm-hmm. and I was looking for something Christmassy because I thought December there's about to be a lot of new cash-in Christmas games. When I saw the game I am going to talk about, I completely dropped that idea because it is the most fantastic game I have ever played on my Android device. It is a game called Kiss Her More. Oh. Now, I'll, mm-hmm. what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you the description on Android Market, which made me instantly just throw down uh, your megabucks. Throw down my megabucks. It's free. Cool. <laughs> Don't get me I wrong, know, but metaphorically. Made me metaphorically throw down my seed. Let me just talk, I'll just go through it and I'll read the description. Cool. And we'll let you know what each level's like. Sound. Daniel and Nick both want to kiss Selena. They love her and want to gain her love. Which of them will kiss her more and win her heart? So love's all about just kissing women. Uh-huh. Play this three-level game. <laughs> three levels? Three levels. In the first level, Daniel will have to kiss Selena while she's sleeping and try not to wake her up. <laughs> so literally the first level is she's sleeping on the bed in a sort of field position. Uh-huh. You're sitting beside her, and when you press in the screen, he instantly starts kissing her. Like, <laughs> a, little, a little bubble appears when she's going to wake up, uh-huh. and then she wakes up and kind of blinks her eyes. She falls back asleep. A little meter fills up. What's she wearing? Oh, just um, jeans and a t-shirt. It's nothing Is she sexy. sleeping in jeans? She's sleeping in jeans. Bogging. I'd it's... like to see her wearing a little silk negligee. I'm sure you would. Um, second level, uh, it says from the description, second level is it's up to Nick to kiss Selena while driving, but pay attention to the road too and try not to get hit by another car. <laughs> so the, this level is, you're, it's first person. You're going down the road. You see the car, the kind of dashboard. You're looking in the rearview mirror and you see both of you uh-huh. and then so when there's another car coming you stop but when you stop kissing, you stop, you stop kissing. right but you go for it well there's no cars ah, coming fucking go for it so you right. see in the rearview mirror they're kissing and then when the car comes you stop little but pecs are full on frenching full on frenching and then you see the best bit about that level the best bit about that level is though when you stop when you stop to let another car go through his eyes go on the road, but then they slowly go back to the girl. <laughs> I need to show you, it's amazing. What um, in the third level? The third level's the weirdest one out of all. In the last level, it says here in the description, 
And then the last level is Selena that kisses the boys, but she has to be careful not to be seen by the other one. Enjoy. Fucking now, bitch. What happens here is that there's three of you standing as if you're getting a portrait taken, like a picture taken. Uh-huh. They're all just standing in, a, it seems to be on the side of the road with a mansion behind them. Okay. And what happens is you... It's a romantic backdrop. Yeah. You kiss, what you pressed on one of them to kiss them. Mm. And then when the other one starts getting suspicious, a little bubble comes up. So you stop and he looks your direction. Uh-huh. And then you start kissing him. And it just, it's as if the two men have like horse blinkers on. They can't see what's going on except it's the direct cone of vision. Mm-hmm. Like they're in Metal Gear Solid or something. But the game looks amazing. It's very similar Metal Gear Solid. Uh-huh. It's so things. badly drawn and it's... It's a piece of shit, but uh, it's amazing. Kiss her more. Kiss her more. There's also a game they do called Lust for Bust, which I really want to play, so I'm going to play that, Is that for about next week. Lusting for busts? I really hope so. How are you going to drop Android? <laughs> well, I know, I know with shite games like this. I was going to tell you to check and see if it's on Apple Store. Uh-huh. So we'll check that later. But yeah, um, Kiss Her More, available on the Android market for free. I cannot recommend it enough. Look, before we head back to Earth 1 mm-hmm. to see... Earth 1, Phil and Gav. Yeah. Why don't we quickly hand over Earth 3. Earth 3, For our Gav. new podcast within a podcast within a podcast. Do we give a shit about the PlayStation Vita yet? <laughs> Welcome to Atlantis. Way. The base of the... <laughs> podcast within a podcast within a podcast. This is a podcast within a podcast within a podcast. Glasgow's number one and best in the West in the West in the West. <laughs> what we're going to do basically each week is we're going to reach out to a new genre of uh, individual and find out if they're still interested in the PlayStation Vita. This month we asked doctors from Falkirk. Hi, we're in Falkirk, speaking to doctors. Tell me, Dr. Ron, are you interested in the PlayStation Vita? I can't know that bothered like it. Thanks very much for joining us. See you next week. So how did you enjoy that podcast within a podcast within a podcast? It's probably the best one I've heard recently. Look, what we've got to do real quick is just hand back to Geshcast back yes. in Earth 1. Yeah. So thanks very much for joining us in Earth 2. Speak to you later. Viva Merry Festivus. <laughs> and we're back. Thank you to Earth 3 Gavin Phil, Earth 2 Gavin Phil. And to Christ. And to Christ for everything he did for us on the, on the cross. <laughs> Look, man, what are we going to get? Oh, do you know what we're going to get into next? What? We need some pompous fucking music to explain the start of the Gershi. Traveller to the first annual Gachis. The Geshcast Awards for the greatest games that came out in the year 2011. I'm excited as shit. You look phenomenal in that tux. Thank you, man. Hey, you look okay. I'm not wearing anything. <laughs> right, anyway, what we're going to be going over is things like best uh, best game of 2011. That'll be the ultimate prize that people Exactly, we're going to go for an individual one. I think, yeah, I think. And then ultimately we're going to have to take our shirts off. I don't need to because I'm naked. Battle it out. Decide which of us is the strongest. And both yeah. back that. That's the ultimate game. At the end of the day, man, if you want to throw hands, I will take you down. Uh, we're also going to be talking about things like the most disappointing game, our favourite games, best hardware, and... Best sexual effort. Best sexual effort. Let's kick off with your favourite game. One of your favourite games of this year? One of my favourite games of this year. Not the... F- not definitely not my big... 
fucking choice. Save it back. Uh, one of my favourite games of this year has to go to Central 3. Oh, Central the Third because of just the anticipation that surrounded it. Uh, not much of a surprise that I'm putting this on, but despite a shaky start, the whole game wins you over in just terms of a few hours. I'm still playing it about, I must be about, what, 30 odd hours into it by now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, after completing all the main quests, which is a testament to how good it is, because usually I complete a story and I'm out of the game. After You're that gone. Point, I am gone. That's, that's, te- that's what happened in Skyrim. And I, now I'm gone. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm still playing about it. brought fun back to the sandbox genre. So I'm grateful for that. Absolutely. Uh, one of my favourite games of this year was also Central 3. So I'll just on that real quick. Okay. Uh, obviously, again, just the sheer size of it, the humour that was involved in it, the uh, upgrade to the visual effects that are in the game. Absolutely. To Central 2, make it stand out. It's just a must-have title of this year. Absolutely. If you enjoy fun, if you're quite willing to... You know, put your serious factor behind you and just yeah. have a great laugh. On top of that shit, though, things like the actual in-game controls of you know driving or yeah. shooting or flying, all of these are pitch perfect as well. They're it's not great, like yeah. these things are fun distractions from the main thing. You can just fanny about in a jet plane for at least an hour and well, have a great time. That's it. It's not a jack of all trades in terms of it. Does, it has pretty much mastered every element it's going for. Mm-hmm. It's not to say that it's without, not without its problems, but it does just completely blow anything else I've played in that genre out of the water and just fun congratulations to Volition you're one of the favourite games 2011 next Gavin I will say Skyrim Skyrim I've got that down as well have you oh shit it's going to be short (laughs) (laughs) Skyrim came out we were all aware that it was going to be this epic huge fantasy sprawling game and a massive deal and it has been a huge deal to the point where they're already quoting it as having a slight upsurge in the Ameri- American economy. Yeah. The sales of this game have been enough to turn around the economy somewhat in the US. Uh, it's an phenomenal, huge game. Yeah, absolutely. And metal as shit. It is intensely metal. Oh. Uh, again, not without its issues. There's been problems on the PS3 and the Xbox yep. with uh, things like lag and you know save files. And, and of course, the, the, the PC version you have to play on the PC, That's which is an, an issue in itself. Hopefully, they'll patch that soon enough. <laughs> Skyrim captured my heart. Unlike yeah. yourself, I still have not finished the main quest because I just can't. The uh, side quests are enough to keep me going. Items that I keep finding, like say, are astoundingly metal enough yeah. to keep me looking for them. And the game generates its own content from within. Well, that, there's so much opportunity in Skyrim to have a unique experience. Like, I imagine that our characters, worlds apart, mm-hmm. I mean, you've been playing a lot longer than me, so it'll be levels, etc. But our two characters, despite going the same race, have had completely different experiences. I would be surprised if either of them actually intertwined at any point. Do you think that if they met each other, they'd like each other? I think they would probably initially get on with each other, uh-huh. but then the other one would start to resent the other one a little bit. They'd do a podcast together and eventually learn to hate. I think, yeah, <laughs> one of them would come to the other one's house a lot to do a podcast and eventually fall in love with his wife. <laughs> <laughs> is that what would happen? Yeah. Skyrim is still selling like hotcakes, and I'm guessing we'll continue to do so. It will do. There's DLC coming out for it quite soon I believe yes there's inevitably going to be a game of the year edition there's a pishy uh, trade-in for it at the moment though no. like even HMV which are usually the best trade-ins are only giving £15 for Skyrim no. I imagine they've just bought so many in yeah it is so shady so um, there's no point in getting rid of it there's you're as well keeping it 
above and beyond the trade-in price, there's no point getting rid of it. Skyrim is the biggest fantasy epic that you're going to yeah. play on the current generation. I don't imagine they're going to try and push out another one on uh, either the PS3 or the Xbox. Not in this generation. I often wonder what they can do now to surpass it, other than just looks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They so can much try content. and make the women attractive. They can try and make the women attractive. <laughs> the thing is, though, with that kind of game, is there's so much in it. That takes a long time to make. Game, if, if you're going to just keep getting better and better and bigger and bigger, games will start taking like five, six, seven, eight, ten years <laughs> until you're like, I can't wait to play Central 4 in like, you know, the year 2000, you know, I hope that comes out before I die. I'd really love it if a new Central came out before I died. <laughs> um, Give me another favourite game. Another favourite game, I start, I start of the year effort, uh, I think it was back in uh, either late January or early February, it was uh, Dead Space 2. Nice. Dead Space 2, an oft forgotten mm-hmm. uh, a game that came out from a production standpoint alone. This could probably make it into the list, but in terms of gameplay, in terms of visuals, sound design, this unique atmosphere, it just draws you into this whole new universe, and that's what it is. It's a new universe they've made up. Mm-hmm. It's not just a game where they've just decided, this is set here and that's fine. Try to flesh it out with other types of games, like uh, the, the first kind of first-person shooter. Yeah, there was the iPad yeah, game. It was the iPad game. They are trying to make a universe out of this. There's novels about it now. Yeah, There's yeah. things like that. It's great. And the thing with Dead Space franchise, they're building on it. It's like sort of Halo or any other kind of big franchise. And I don't think Dead Space gets the due as its own product. Almost people seem to still think, oh, it cribs a lot from the Alien films and the like. Mm-hmm. And while it might, it's still unique enough in its own world. Yeah, I'd say even it's managed to step away from... Uh, I, I, the main kind of thing I imagine that it was based on would be, you know, Aliens yeah. and Event Horizon. Yes. And yes. it's managed to get away from both of them enough to become its own entity. Absolutely, it's its own franchise now. And the second one was just it improved upon everything in the first one. Mm-hmm. And just had this great atmosphere, full of action, full of really tense moments. Uh, Some of the vistas and the kind of uh, visuals in it were astounding as well. I mean, it did, like the first one did, it sort of... Fucked it at the last moment with the last boss. It's kind of said spoilers, but <laughs> spoilers for a game that came out in February. I know. <laughs> Other than that, uh, yeah, it's one of my games of the year. Just absolutely love it. It's a class act. It's a class act, Lauren. That's the triple A title. Grats, Grazia magazine. Let's keep going. Yeah, uh, Dark Souls. Dark Souls. Dark Souls. For me personally, it was one of the highlights of my year. Yes. I could not wait for that title you to come You were very excited for Dark Souls. I still am. I'm still playing through it. I'm still going back to it. Have you completed it yet? No. No? No. I'm in the last kind of act of it, I believe. Uh, Dark Souls improved upon pretty much everything that they had in Demon Souls. Yeah. Giving you this more open world-based map, but at the same time managed to keep it contained. Yeah. Keep you dying yeah. in all turns. <laughs> whilst keep you miserable fleshing everything out yeah it still provides a hell of a challenge mm-hmm. there's a lot more to the weapons and the character classes and how the game looks there's a much a bigger variance in that. like sometimes you're when i was watching you play i still haven't played dark souls mm-hmm. other than the demo at Eurogamer. but um you'd be like walking through this magical big sunlit castle yeah you'd be like that looks beautiful then you go into some sort of dark dungeon you'd be like that also looks beautiful <laughs> They've just they've nailed it. From highs to lows. Those, they could bring out a new Souls title every yeah. year, and I'll, that's me now. I'm quite happy. bored with it. Uh, it is relatively cheap now to pick up. Yeah. If you're still looking for a game that's going to last you a year plus, then Dark Souls is your fucking game. Why don't you just get it? And it's different enough from Skyrim 
Yeah, oh no, absolutely. It's a tone the tone. Both are kind of big fantasy epics. Yeah. But the two are completely different. Night and day, mate. Night and day. Night and day. So, yeah, do you have any honourable mentions you'd like to bring up for all games that just didn't quite make the cut? What I was going to do is I'm going to run through games that I really liked this year. And it's quite a big list, but there's a game the biggest games that came out this year, just to kind of hammer home how much actually came out. Because mm, this has been a, b- 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 bumper, a year. B- 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 bumper year. We had Uncharted 3, that came out. Uh-huh. We had Marvel vs. Capcom 3. We had Bulletstorm. We had Killzone Bulletstorm 3. Was on my list of runners-up. We had Killzone 3. We had Dark, uh, Dragon Age 2. We had Assassin's Creed Brotherhood and uh, Revelations. Mm-hmm. We had Portal 2. We had Infamous 2. We had El Shaddai Ascension of the Metatron. We had Dark Souls, as you said. We had Rage. You did Daft War games like Battlefield 3 and Modern Warfare 3. You Gears of War 3. It's just been a packed fucking year. It's been a year of trees. It's been a year of trees. There's been a lot of twos and trees. I know she missed out Michael Jackson, the experience, and Black Eyed Peas. The Black... I'm go- Mate, I'm coming up to my game of the year. Mmm. Oh, sorry. Eat back. Games that uh, didn't quite make the cut. Yeah. Still were great. Big titles this year. Uh, for me... Deus Ex, Human Revolution. Yeah, that's another one I forgot, I forgot about that. Kind of fell to bits at the end, but nevertheless, was still just, the scope of it was huge. Yeah, I've still didn't really get my teeth into it, to be honest with you. It's one of those games, it's almost like Fallout, where, you know, like you, it's an analogy that you can, you said when Fallout 3 was out, it's the kind of game I think I would need to maybe break my leg Aye. and <laughs> have to just sit in the house and play for two just weeks. Play away. Uh, Ellie Noir came out, made a huge fucking splash when it Absolutely. appeared. Absolutely. Uh, Dead Island uh, I'm havering over Dead Island because part of me loved it and part of me fucking hated I, it when I, I played it for maybe 2-3 hours when you were still sleeping mm. while you were sleeping while you were sleeping you weren't trying to kiss me more I wasn't more. trying to kiss you more but playing it I just could not stand it I did not like it in the slightest well it had a lot of similarities to Skyrim and that it was yeah. a lot of quests and it was a different setting and they were trying to do something really new with it yeah, I mean, some I of the melee stuff was great with the kind of analogue controls for yeah. how you swing the weapon just not quite there it's mm. another one of those ones that I, I almost said we should do a section on most improved sequels yeah because you know how much I love putting up giving them a wee bit of leeway on the first game and wait to see what they do yeah, the sequel the next one. like uh, Infamous 2 Yes, Infamous 2 Another really fucking came out, you know, like, wow, that, they really improved upon every part. Well, that's why I'm looking forward to Mindjack 2. Mm-hmm. Mindjack 2 is going to be brilliant. Uh, well, how about we hit home a little bit of dose of reality here? <laughs> the most disappointing games? Most disappointing game, yes. Let's go into that. What, want... would you, what would you nominate as your first most disappointing game? I only have one. Yeah? I only have one because I thought that's what we're doing. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. If anything else comes to mind, because I've just thought of an hour. Yeah. My most disappointing game of the year has to be, and it might be a controversial number, but it's Batman Arkham City. Oh. It's not necessarily the worst game, I just don't think it lived up to the expectations I had for it. Mm-hmm. And that's maybe not the game's fault, that's maybe more me for building it up. But by no means is Arkham City a bad game, it's quite the opposite, it's a well-crafted game. Unsurpassed kind of production values for the most part, it plays well, it sounds great, lots to do, lots of fine, but it just gets in its own way far too much. Yes. And from a storytelling perspective, it's just a bit of a mess. It wasn't coherent. It just had too much going on at once. And it sounds like, oh, you just couldn't handle the amount that was coming in, big man. No, it just, it, but the setup didn't. Storyline and setup did not equate to the actual game and world yeah, you were in. I, I felt there was a really bad payoff at the end of it. I, I went through all of this and that was it. Sort of thing, you know, and you're just like, well, fine. And the annoying thing is with all of this. 
how big they went with it. Yeah. Like the first game was so kind of small, contained, and, but it gave you the illusion of having a big place to explore. Yeah. Didn't. It's all very small, contained, and you're led all the way through. It's a very linear thing, and I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And maybe that just speaks to my character that I enjoy a more linear experience in an open world. But once they went open world, it was too cluttered. There was too much going on, and it lost a lot of cohesion at that point. And the problem now is they can't go back. Yes. They can never go back to that uh, that linear style because it'll be seem it'll seem to other people like a step back. Well, if I can just hit that note up perfectly. Okay. Red faction Armageddon. Red faction did That's exactly it. that. Yes. It went and back again, to I'm nominated. It's one of my most disappointing titles of 2011. I played through maybe a couple hours worth of Red Faction Armageddon, and I wasn't blown away by it. There's no real problem with it. Mm-hmm. Playing it, you're going, this is fun, I guess. It's fine. It, it was a fun game. It's fine. had great <laughs> weapons in it. Some of the weapons were for good fun. Yeah, absolutely. It was, you know, you did spend a lot of time shooting kind of uh, Starship Trooper style aliens yeah. through most of it. But they did retract from an open world scenario with yeah. uh, Red Faction Guerrilla. I think that might be the death knell for a game. Well, going open world and then trying to go back. Yes. If it doesn't work. But the thing is, Gorilla did work. Gorilla did work. <laughs> and it made sense with the weapons and the yeah. whole deconstruction element of a lot of the, the gameplay. Yeah. And then to take it away from me again just meant that it fell short. Well, again, in my There's elements in uh, Armageddon where you do have like big towers you can knock down and it feels like Gorilla. You're like, yes. It's almost like you're in, you're like in a big canyon mm-hmm. and they give you again, like Arkham City, Arkham uh, Asylum, even that impression that you have options. Don't really but it's much more limiting. It's just like, what these control towers? Right, cool, catch you later. That's you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Kind uh, of <laughs> uh, WWE 12. Going that and you're disappointing? And my disappointment. I thought you were enjoying that. I am. <laughs> Nevertheless, it's still disappointing uh, to me because it was heralded as being this game that was going to revolutionise the kind of standard wrestling game that yes. we had the last 10 Forget years. what you knew about wrestling games. Yeah, and what they've given you is the exact same wrestling game again. With the controls slightly different. Controls slightly different and other camera views. Yeah. So, and they don't make the game bad in itself, it's just that way that people have got to stop saying we're revolutionising a game or a, a when genre it's when it's not revolutionary. Yeah. Uh, because when they actually do do something with it, and the other thing is, well, WWE 12, because they have this massive backing of all the fans of WWE, yeah. uh, it's getting awards yeah. for being, you know, innovative and a great title. Well, it's like when... It's, if you tell people just, I love WWE with mm-hmm. all my heart, Adam, yeah, if that vote for them for being a great game and let them win it, they're never going to change it no, up. They will never change And the thing is, it's like people who, you'll see like a FIFA game or something like that, or a Madden game, yeah. get great scores and you think... How much can it change in a year? It could be a great game, but if you don't change, who cares? I mean, it's like WWE All-Stars. Did that come out this year? That was... Yeah, I think it was this year. It came out this year. A great change-up. It just it suffered because it didn't have any modes to it. It was yes. just literally a wrestling game. Where you, and the other modes were like, you know, use a chair or a steel cage match. They weren't... There wasn't anything in it that would make you really it stick was, with it for a while. Yeah. And there was no real DLC. There was a few characters, but that was it. Um, if they could find a way to incorporate the two, that animated style, yeah. WWE and the over-the-top kind of moves, I'd be all with over it. the technical ability and the depth yeah. that uh, WWE 12 goes into the whole universe. That'd be perfect. If they that could. would be the perfect WWE game, yeah. but they're not willing to do that. 
And disappointing, Gav. Disappointing. You're right. We can't clap. Ooh, Ooh fuck you. Anything uh, <laughs> <laughs> else spring to mind? Uh, disappointing. You know, I, I don't want to dwell too much on the negatives. No. This is the Geshies. This is the most this important the Glasgow Gaming Podcast award ceremony. Look up there. It's Jared Kelly. Is he dead? Jared Kelly is dead. Yeah. Right. It's not Jared Kelly. It's uh, Greg Hempel. It's Greg Hempel. Um, <laughs> well, let's move on to the most surprisingly good game of the year. So, for my uh, most surprisingly good game of 2011, that's how you say it, is uh, Rayman Origins. The game is getting a lot of fucking love this episode. A lot of love this episode, but not a lot of love in terms of sales. It's true. It's an excellent example of a platforming title on a console. Yes. It offers fantastic visuals, amazing sound, and fun gameplay and just puts a smile on your face throughout playing it. Do you know what it does? It actually elicits a smile on your face as you play. You've got this big shit-eating grin on your face. Aye, you look like you have lost your mind. <laughs> uh, it's Like I said earlier, it seems to be difficult, but at no point frustrating yeah. through poor level design or bad controls. If you fucked up, it's your fault. It's just tight as shit. Tight as shit. It is. <laughs> reeks of good times. It's as tight happens. as Hulk yeah. Hogan's taps. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Your surprisingly good game of the year, Gav. Surprisingly good game as I point to it on my, oh, my pinky. pinky. My pinky Was that finger. My fucking pinky in your room? Little, little Lord Fauntler, right? <laughs> anyway, controversial again, but I think uh, this was released just as we came off our big tabletop gaming kick. Mm. At the time we were in there, D&D and Talisman and the like. We still are, mate. And we are, I guess, but um, at that point it was high in my it veins. Was Metal was in my veins. <laughs> I was Ronnie James Dio for a while. <laughs> uh, Get off if you're unicorn. So my most surprisingly good game is Dragon Age 2. Um, Dragon Age 2... Yeah, you did love that game. Everybody was talking like saying, oh, it's not a patch on the original. And you said the original was shite. So uh, I was like... I got bored of the original really quick. But I was just really into the idea of some metal. You so I got some it. epic fantasy. I didn't need some epic fantasy. Um, it completely sucked into it. I mean, I really liked that game. Uh-huh. And I don't. And it's not got, like it got great reviews or anything. So something about it just clicked. Yeah. Uh... Kind of the MMO kind of style combat to it, the leveling systems, the storyline choices, and of course, the relationships. The relationships you could build. I loved being a gay guy in that game. <laughs> <laughs> there was something about it that just really made me laugh, and it was really good to just show like my missus would be walking by and I'd be like, check this out. I you love know? you. I love you so much. Move in with me. Poke. I waited until. Is his the, name Poke? Poke. Yeah. I waited until. The option came up to ask the guy, Anders, I think it was, to move in with me. Mm. And I waited for like 20 minutes while she got herself ready to come through. <laughs> I was like, watch this. Move in with me. And they had a big passionate kiss. I was like, check it out, that's me. <laughs> Lindsay was like, bah! Book. <laughs> She's such a homophobe. I know, she hates, the, she hates the vendors. That's what she says. Anyway. Well. The, <laughs> that's all, all of this culminated in a really surprising adventure. I played through it like maybe 30 odd hours into it. Mm. And uh, I'm just looking forward to see what happens, if anything, with the next one. Yes. I really want to see what they do with it. I am on board on the Dragon Age train. I didn't go back and play the last one because people were so... Like, that's nothing compared to the first one. It polarised the Dragon Age community. It really did. I mean, what a Metacritic. Mm. Uh, as much as I hate Metacritic, uh, there's like maybe... Meagre Critic, I call yeah, it. Meagre Critic. It's about like 100 positive comments and about 400 negative comments. Like, this is bullshit, man. The first one was so much better. Was Dragon Age 2 not the one, though, where uh, one of the actual developers got reviewed it on Metacritic? 
No, is I don't that know. Story I never heard of that. No, it might not have been Dragon Age Two, but there was there was one game about that time where one of the developers came on and said, "Fucking one hundred percent, this game's great." Blah, yeah. blah, 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 and that just led to this a big slew of shit, and made the review scores really fucking. Well, that's a problem. On that's one of the biggest problems with I have with Metacritic, and that's why I really don't like it. Mm. It's a good resource for going to other sites. Yeah. But I would never ever use the actual meta score no. to, to gauge how good something was. All Metacritic's there to do is to reinforce your decision you've already made in your head. Yeah, you go. I'm going to go and buy this game. What's it getting on Metacritic just yeah. so I know? And as soon as it's good, you're like, I'm going to buy that game. Right? Aye, even if it's above 60. Aye. Like, I think. Yellow, cool. Aye. Um, okay. So that's our most surprising games of the year. Oh. Why don't we move on to best hardware? Best hardware for 2011 came down to two choices, Gav. Absolutely. It came down to the Nintendo 3DS. Which is a great thing. And the online system, which is beautiful. <laughs> what are we going to give this hallowed prize to? Well, both are similar because they've both still got a lot to kind of prove. Mm-hmm. In terms of get the, but they are both gaining traction now. Yes, absolutely. There was a lot of kind of concerns when both came out about whether or not they'd succeed. Which is kind of crazy now when you think about it because they're both starting to get Enough somewhere. recognition, yeah. Exactly. Uh, they're still both in their infancy, but as far as potential to change the face of this industry that we are in, Phil. Yes, we are right in the seed of. Right in the seed of. Uh, I think we have to give this to Online. Online! Hooray! It's cold out here. There must be some Toros in the air. You don't what? like that movie, man? You forget that I don't watch films. Cool. Uh, yes, on life, absolutely. On life has to get the best hardware because there's just so much potential in on life in terms of us, even just from a social aspect, with like the arena, the black, the the, the brag clips, not the, the black, black clips, the black lips. You can't say things like that, Phil. <laughs> there's just oh, so there's so much potential in on life because absolutely they are showing more promise and forward thinking. Than any of the other big three put together. I was even I looking today. I got an email. I don't know if it was just uh, about if it was just for the American market, mm. but it was about Street Fighter tournaments and whatnot. That yeah, Super Street Fighter Four was released recently. There was the com- arcade edition. There was competitions. Is that on the UK online? I'm not sure. We can check that. Out. We'll check that out because I'll be on that shit like white on rice. <laughs> um, the other thing that, but I mean, they were doing things like uh, if you play up to th- if you play three hours. On this game, you will get entered automatically into competition. Mm-hmm. Things like that is a great idea. It's just getting people in and playing Absolutely. on the console. I cannot stress how much I have enjoyed having on live. Mm-hmm. It, it may not be perfect. It may have juddered. It may have stalled. It may have crashed. It has been a completely unique and ultimately eye-opening experience to see how a new thing can come in and just take over. Absolutely. It's still not quite at that point where you'd be like, this is going to be my sole choice. Wait, I'm not not taking the PlayStation down to cash converter just yet. (laughs) Just yet. But soon it will. And they're they're constantly just coming out with new information and new updates and new fucking potential. They're already saying that OnLive can already handle like 1080p. They're saying OnLive can already handle 3D graphics. It's just a matter of the the infrastructure at the moment can't. Well, so that's that's only going there's also things like the web browser. They're saying the web browser's ready to go. It's just yeah. a case of getting it out there. Mm-hmm. So you'll be able to do so many more things through OnLive. And, and like you say about bringing the community together, yeah. they are able to manage and control the whole thing in a way that is not intrusive and taking it away from you. It's yeah. just standardising everything. So yeah. there'll be set games, community nights, mm-hmm. but they can control it all rather than it being, say, a website that will say we're going to have a community night one night. Yeah. 
the whole system will have a community night, wouldn't yeah, it? Do you want to play Just Cause 2 with people who like that game, then on you come? Uh, I mean, even that, the thing, the thing, other things about it, I mean, it does need more contemporary titles. I mean, while it's great for them to say, you know, Fallout's coming to the system, you're like, oh yeah, Fallout! And then you're like, yeah, but the first two Fallouts are coming to the system. And Fallout Tactics, man. And Fallout Tactics. Like, oh, shit, no way, really? At the same time, I'm not going to play Fallout 3 again. There's a lot of games that come onto the play pack and come onto the system that are PC only and you can't play through the controller. Yeah. But, at the same time, there's lots of great games. I mean, now that Assassin's Creed's came out, mm-hmm. the sort of marketing machine for games that are coming soon has yes. gone very quiet. Yes. And you think, I know there's things like Borderlands 2 and the like that were saying, oh, they're coming soon, but... Yeah, there's, there's not a lot on the horizon in terms of new releases for online. I think, as well... In terms of uh, when stuff's going to appear on it for new releases and, you know, will it be the same date as the console, they yeah. haven't managed to live up to every expectation that they said. No, I think the main problem that they have is they haven't told, they haven't made it very clear that they're running the PC version of the game. Uh-huh. Even though it is quite apparent when you go into the system and you start playing a game, even through the, the pad, it's like, you know, press Q to do this. Yeah. They don't make that apparent. So, like, when the Arkham City came out, when that game came out, maybe someone pre-ordered it and they thought it was coming out the same day that the PS3 version came out. Like, I can't wait to play Arkham City when I get up the road. And they get up the road and they realise the PC version's not coming out for another two weeks. <laughs> I think as well that they need to be aware of the community that they, they have and early investors in it hmm. are going to be the more forgiving gamers. Oh, Your I'm... hardcore fucking Modern Warfare players are going to stick to their Xbox no matter what. Yes, they're the not going to... who are buying in online just now just want transparency. You just want if to be able to jump on and play a game. Hell is in advance, it's going to be delayed. Yeah. Uh, let us know, you know, roughly a date, or I mean, even give us a rough schedule. Do you know what, though? Tell months. us anything <laughs> in terms of the dates, because, I mean, you go on, like, things like Central, Central through the third, we were really excited to play. Yeah. It was meant to drop on the PC in the same day as the console versions, mm-hmm. but we... And, so it dropped in America, everyone was like, yes, it's great, we're playing Centro, and you're like, yeah, great, great, great. There's no dates on the yeah. system at all. It's not like, this is coming out Friday. Yeah. And it never even, tells you that. pre-order this game now, well, how, we're not going to give you a date, you're actually going to get played. So you're meant to drop that's, 40 quid on a yeah, game that you don't know when's going to come that's out. That's a little bit dodgy at the moment, but these things, online do seem to be extremely receptive mm. to the community as well yes. so hopefully these things will kind of be taken into consideration with it well so I think in the future I mean I don't know how much they can do about this at the moment based on current technology but online isn't the kind of game I could play maybe like Super Meat Boy on not a game that requires a g- this game uh, Super Meat Boy requires instant reflexes and precision I don't know if I could play that on online because there is a slight lag on yeah. it Irrespective of how the system's running in an optimal situation, yeah, and you're playing it, you know, Tuesday afternoon, no one else is on. You're fucking you're always going to be that touch of a second out, light second out, which you get used to. You do end up, you know, compensating. Absolutely, but yeah. a game like that, I don't know. It, it's more kind of to maybe it lends itself to a game that's maybe like a shooter that's maybe a little more forgiving, like Unreal Tournament, which is doing apparently really well on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as it, when it's running at its best. Online is as viable a platform as any other. Yeah. Uh, if not better, because it's a case of jumping on. You go, I want to play this game. Bam, I'm playing it. And that's it. The game has started. Uh, things like renting the game. Yeah. Uh, demos. It's, they are just open to so many. Even just free trials. Of distributing games to people. Absolutely. Even like the free trial system they have at the moment. Play the first 
half hour of the game, mm-hmm. that gives you a much, much better indication of whether you're going to like it mm-hmm. rather than playing a 10-second demo from maybe halfway through the game where they pick, like, we'll pick the most exciting bit of the game. Absolutely. And then we'll show you that. They'll show you everything. Watch and all, like the Lord of the Rings game. Uh-huh. Playing that, you're like, oh, fuck, I don't know if I can be honest playing that. But I did get it. Yeah, yeah. It's, they also don't seem to be quite as mercenary as the way the Xbox is going since the new Dash update. Yeah. Where it is almost like a fucking wash of ads yeah. at times. Or uh, when you play a demo and it'll try and trick you into buying it. See, you like X to quit or A to buy. Yeah. Whereas normally it'd be A to quit to and quit X out. to buy. Uh, they seem less mercenary in that respect, which all due respect to them. On life. On life. Ladies and gentlemen, on life. It's a stunningly successful debut from online, and I'm looking forward to see where they take it from here because, as we say, the potential is limitless. They could go anywhere with this. They're the most exciting new company in games at the moment. That's off to you. Well done. So, it's time, Gavin. Ah! It's time for us to both put forward what we're going to say our game of the year is. Now, I don't know about your good self, uh-huh. but I took this to be uh-huh. not necessarily game that I had the most fun with yep. this is if somebody said to me what game should I get mm-hmm. completely out of the blue I don't know you what game can I get that I know I'll have fun with mm-hmm. will show off the standard of gaming today mm-hmm. Uncharted 3 Uncharted 3 without a doubt my cat is getting into a box in the corner uh, Uncharted 3 just represents the height of what the PS3 can kick out at the moment Yes, in terms of Visuals, mm-hmm. in terms of storytelling, yeah. in terms of you know providing a total package. Uncharted Three came out again. It did not. It didn't disappoint. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that in any way. I was the reason it's not mine is because my game of the year. It probably would have been if it had stuck to a more cohesive story and it had made more sense towards the end. Mm-hmm. Story like the story has because of a game when a game makes such a such efforts to be cinematic yes it has to stick to the conventions of having a beginning a middle and an end and explaining itself and I didn't feel it did that in the last act of the game so that dropped a lot of points for me but I do agree with you completely that is the pinnacle of what a game can do at the moment yes so for me personally Checks. Danger Phil's recommendation of 2011 mm-hmm. is Uncharted 3 yep Drake's Decepticon Drake's Decepticon <laughs> what about you Gav? It's going to be no surprise, as we've talked about it all through the show, but I have to give it to Rayman Origins. Oh my god! I know. As, as I say, I'll go through this again. It's been a great year for platformers. We've had Mario Land 3D, or Super Mario 3D Land, if you want to call it that. I justified any purchase of the 3DS. Encourage gamers to pick up their own console. With Rochard on the PS3. Quirky kind of take on the side-scroller, physics-based puzzles. If you haven't got it, go and get it. Seven quid, it's fantastic. And even Sonic Generations, that showed that Sega's kind of whole big mascot can still be relevant and can still have a good game. And still drop bombs. And still drop lyrical bombshells and spit lyrical venom. Uh, but ultimately, Phil, even Mario has to give way to the new king of the genres. Rayman Origins, and I won't go on considering we gushed earlier on. Oh. It's 20 quid or 17.99 now. Get it now. Don't be mercenary. Don't be cheap. Don't wait till it gets even cheaper. We need to support these creative, innovative games, or you won't see them anymore. No, they'll just not make them. Titles with this much love and care in them deserve to have that little extra boost. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's maybe going to be now that it's cheaper, 
a lot more people will buy it and they might see that jump otherwise. I'd love to see more DLC, more costumes, more characters, more levels, everything. It is, as you say, a game, if someone came to me and said, what game would you suggest I buy? Yeah, absolutely. This is gaming at its base level. There's, yeah. there's no real story. They tried to shoot on one in, but it just it never sticks. I couldn't tell you one of the characters' names on the side of Rayman. It <laughs> plays beautifully, though. It is gameplay at its fucking most base component. I like that, man. Yeah. I like that we've both managed to come away with games that are different enough, different ends of the spectrum. Almost. Yeah. One that's just pure gameplay and one that shows off the cinematic nature of a yeah. game. Two amazing titles. I think this is why we're maybe the best podcast in the world. Best in the world! Best in the world, you fat motherfuckers! Listen, if you disagree, if you agree, let us know. Please do let us know. We are open to all comers. Well, the thing is, I've been talking about this recently, and what I'll do is, um, if you do disagree with any of the things that are on our list, if you send us a message to on Twitter, Phil. Uh, Geshcast. And you send an email. Gesh at Geshcast.com. If you do send that, please include your postal address, and I will personally write you a letter telling you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> open to new ideas. Exactly. I like it. Uh, thanks very much for joining us for the first annual Geshies. The Geshies were a big success. I think this is going to be a big thing. Join us next year in the Glasgow's Renfrew Ferry mm-hmm. where we're going to be doing the Geshies live. Oh, it's going to be outstanding. We're going to head off now to the Geshies after party, which is being held in Block on <laughs> Union Street. Bar is it Union Street? Well, it's, it's West Street. Uh, Before we start winding down, though, Phil, I think mm. we forgot one thing. What's that? Your present. Oh shit, present time! Present time, it's, not for me though. It's present time, it's present time. Come on down to the party house! There you go. Is that a little fucking booze bag? It is. Is it booze? It's not booze. Put your, just put your hand in, don't even look in, just put your hand in. First thing is. Oh! Oh, it's a. Tattoo beanie hat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tattoo beanie hat. Now, we did say we were going to be games related, but I saw that and I couldn't not get it. It's by Royal Collection. It's Royal Collection. Where did you get that? That was from Glasgow's famous town shop retailer. <laughs> what is that that's badly printed on the tattoo beanie hat? It looks like a skeleton butterfly. Oh, it is. It's like a fairy skeleton. A fairy butterfly. I'm going to put that on my burnet right now. I appreciate that. And the game related thing I got for you was. Oh. The Gears of War first aid kit. <laughs> <laughs> the curb stomp first aid kit. If you ever get curb stomp, these will help you out. It's just plasters. <laughs> <laughs> but in three styles. If somebody curb stomps you, you can put a plaster on your broken face. You know what? Using the tattoo beanie hat and the Gears of War curb stomp first aid kit, yeah. I can make a quite a convincing Nelly disguise kit. <laughs> you really can. <laughs> I could put one of these on my the face. The Nelly action pack. The Nelly, Nelly disguise kit. It's not as good. Oh, they're really good. Look at that. It's got little chainsaw guns on it. <laughs> you know, they're my favourite kind of gun as the well. The best thing about them is that when when I was out looking for them, I went into Glasgow's uh, Reload. Mm. And I was like, I, I just came out literally and said to the guy, I'm looking for a secret Santa from a friend. It has to be game related, but not a game. And it needs to be five pounds maximum. <laughs> and he said... Okay, well, I think, yeah, do you know what he looked like? You know you, you know the bald guy with the big lips? He's on, like, a BBC Two's... Uh, he's on, like, one of those kind of discussion shows where he does, like, kind of panel like, on literature and books. Yes. Him. Yes. He looked a bit like him. He was like, I'll show you here, mate. Come on. Really nice. Oh, big I, lips. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, big hips and butt dancing. He was... Um, but it was very, very helpful. They both came out from behind the counter and showed him. He was like, here's a war... 
Pastors, uh, <laughs> I was like, that's just shit enough to work. <laughs> that's just crazy enough to work. So a big up to Reload in Glasgow for helping me out, and also big up to Reload in Glasgow for somebody in there, Paul. What's his name? Paul or is it David? He is on a, a 3DS street pass with him every day. I go in that shop and then will turn around and leave <laughs> after I street pass with this guy. Do you know what I can do, Gav? I can show you online your gift. Okay. Uh, you just give me one second. I'll on give my... you more than a second. I'm just loading up my 3DS to give the guy a shout out. From, oh my from goodness, Reload. why did that... You've bought this item. Is it a watch? That is... They, oh, fuck off! It's Peter from Reload. It's Peter from Reload. So, there it is there. Big shout out to Peter from Reload. Amario Brothers... Kids and Men's Retro Leather Watch Blue. Exactly. Oh, it's that is face of Mario. That is lovely. I'll, I don't wear a watch, but I will wear that. As soon as that arrives, mate, you can fucking strap that around your wrist. Strap it around my dick. You can see it's 4 49 there. So nice I, I owe you 51 pence. <laughs> and go. it's from Warner's Retro Country. A corner, sorry. I doubt it'll fit around my wrist, but it might it fit around It seems to be my, the, uh, the early animated Mario. Yes, yes, it looks like that. There's a lovely sky blue strip. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be that colour when it comes. I've got a feeling it'll be black. I'll be honest with you, I don't even think it's going to come. <laughs> <laughs> if I can be straight up with you, Gav, oh, well, it's not going to arrive. But happy Christmas. Thanks for a beautiful year of Gesh. Let's it? not forget, Phil, last episode we made a new Gesh cast tradition. Once we've done the show, we rip off our notes. But I want to start collecting them for a book. No, sorry, they're ripped up now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as Phil said earlier you can reach us at Geshcast on Twitter and you can also email us gesh at geshcast.com you can go to geshcast.com and check out all our articles our infrequent articles fuck it who cares and also <laughs> you can check us now the newest thing you can check us out on Stitcher yes please do download the Stitcher app it's great it is it's great. a little podcast aggregator which you can get for your Android or Apple device and you can set up kind of favourites lists of podcasts that will update automatically each month, including Geshcast, Glasgow's gaming podcast, Best in the West. Number one in Best in the West. Global, yet local. <laughs> That's going to be our new that tagline. Really global, let you, what was the other thing? Uh, drop your pants and masturbate was going to be our That's next the other tag. Save that for Gesh 2.0. Okay. Gesh 2.0 in the new year is going to be pretty exciting. Yes, look forward to big changes. Big changes. In the future, guest cast. Now, this ain't some bullshit like Murphy vs. Blue yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah. or Friends of Guest Cast, which you can still apply to be on, but we're not going to start until we get some actual fucking content that we Aye. can look at. We've we'll a lot of promises. Aye, exactly. We want to get at least enough to either do a segment, or if we get enough interest, we'll do a secondary podcast. Then fellow man can't build his house upon the sand. You can't. Man cannot eat by bread alone, as Christ once said. So I'd just like to wish everybody out there a very happy festive season. Uh huh. Please do look after each other. Do not drink and drive. Uh, just drink and then drive the next day. Yeah. When you're have, still a bit half. Have breakfast. Uh-huh. Um, so viva la raza. Drop your pants and masturbate. Live forever, never ever die. Thank you for listening. <laughs>